0: John likes second lives in Indiana, you know. Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio. John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo. While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio, it's the lack of genius podcast in your ear holes at last. They don't know their Mars and Venus, that's why it's the lack of genius podcast. Yo, John.
1: Hey, Kevin.
0: Yeah, you know what that thing? I'm, you know, I'm pretty good, man. It's always, it's always, I look forward to this time of week every week. I do too. To spend it with you and get to talk to a microphone that eventually goes out to human beings' ears.
1: I agree. It's a good deal. It's been fun. It has been fun. Keep doing it.
0: Yeah, I, I have no plans to stop. Um you know, for those who are new to this podcast, lack of genius podcast, John, as the theme song just said, lives in Indiana. I live here. He lives in Muncie, Indiana. I live in Southern California. I'm in Los Angeles. And, um, and we are, we have, we have opposite interests. What we do is we quiz each other every week on our areas of expertise just to prove how much lack of genius the other person has. And as I mentioned geography,
1: um, do you want mm-hmm. to fill in what, uh, what this episode is, uh, is about John? We're doing our hometowns. Yeah. I'm doing Muncie and, uh, Kevin's doing Lomita. Lomita, California is
0: uh, is the small uh, suburban LA town that I live in. I guess I'll just start with a, a brief, sort of. Uh, no, I won't give anything away that's on the quiz, but yeah, Lomita is a small city. It's only about. Uh, it's it's less than two square miles big. It's a. It's uh, most people from LA don't even know that Lomita is a city in the greater Los Angeles area. It's, uh, it's about 20 miles south of downtown LA. It's five miles from the Pacific Ocean. So it's, uh, it's right near the beach. Um, and I was born and raised there. So it's, um, it's a place that I love and I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. And, and
1: John, you live in the city of Muncie, Indiana. Well, I don't, I don't live there anymore. I live about a half hour north, but that, yeah, Muncie is where I'm from.
0: Still close by. I'm about a half hour north of Lomita, so how about that? We're both posers <laughs> for our hometown. M- Muncie, Indiana, is is what made you John. It is. So um so we have prepared five questions each for each other on our hometowns, mm-hmm. and you know I realize that these are sort of uh, almost you could say obscure, unique, very um not a lot of people know Muncie or or Lomita, but I feel like learning one another's hometowns really sort of tells a story about Maybe the people uh, who we are maybe can give a fuller understanding of who these people who talk on, the, talk on this microphone every week are, you know? Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to go for it. Um, but we, we, uh, we usually start with, uh, with the tidy up section, right?
1: Yeah, we do, we've got some tidy up this week again. I'm not sure who's correct on this yet. <laughs> um, I'm still doing some research. But last week I mentioned that the map for Pawnee from Parks and Rec yes. is just the map of Muncie Upside Down. Yes. My sister told me that her understanding is it's the map of Muncie upside down and backwards.
0: Oh, and then like mirrored, mirror image. Right.
1: I haven't found a definite answer one way or the other. I've, I've seen both, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure which one it is. So if someone that happens to be listening to this has ties with Parks and Recs and knows for sure which one it was, yeah, let, let us know.
0: know. Let us know. Or if you have tracing paper, you can um, take the map yeah. of Pawnee and trace it and then invert it and flip it upside down and see if it fits perfectly on the Muncie. And Ant. do that work for us because we're just we're too lazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can send us a picture on Facebook or on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Email it to us.
0: We'll officially credit you yeah. as a researcher for lack of genius podcast. Yep, <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes. Uh, that's a good cleanup. Um uh, because we're we're men of integrity, and if we say something incorrect, we want to clean it, tidy it up. And that's what the tidy yep. up section is for, so you're welcome. And then we move into our next section, right, which is our quiz section.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now I think we've got one tie. I've won two of them, and I think you've won one, the first one.
0: Oh, I won the first one, which is the most important one because that was about us. So I know it you was. better than you know me, which means I'm a better friend. I'm pretty sure that's how the math works out, right? Maybe,
1: maybe <laughs> we're still figuring that one out. Uh,
0: but you okay? So, so All time record is John two wins, Kevin one win, and we have one tie.
1: Right. So either you could tie it, so yep. we're two and two, or I could pull out ahead.
0: I think John's going to win today. I think John's going to win, but I but I hope he doesn't. I hope he loses hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am going to ask you the first question in yep. the Lomita quiz. And, and by the way, as I say every week, um, these are available on lackofgenius.com. So you can take these quizzes before the episode. You could literally pause it right now and see how you do on the episode and then come back and hear how we did. Or you can just enjoy this. So here's number one for John about the city of Lomita, California. Which of these famous entertainers used to perform vaudeville acts at the Lomita Theater, which, yes, is located in was located in Lomita, California. So famous entertainer used to perform vaudeville acts at the Lomita Theater. Is it A, Judy Garland, B, Marilyn Monroe, C, Lucille Ball, or D, Audrey Hepburn?
1: Lucille Ball is the only one that stands out to me like she would actually perform vaudeville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not burlesque vaudeville is more comedic and the other three really aren't none of their roles were really comedic i guess from what i can remember Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go with lucille ball
0: that's your final answer
1: yep Ah, Ah.
0: sorry yeah you know what's funny is as i was coming up with these answers i thought lucille ball would be a really misleading (laughs) choice which is funny because she was just talked about in our last episode um judy garland is the correct answer. Okay. Wizard of Oz is what you know her from most uh, most famously. She was in a trio with her three sisters. Judy Garland is not her actual name. She was born. Uh, I'm totally blanking. Francis. Her her real name was Francis Gum, and they were the three sisters were known as the Gum Sisters. G U M M. And they would go about and they would perform. And she was she was very young when she did this. And it's funny because the way I worded the question was. Uh, used to perform vaudeville acts that was always the fact i heard but according to my research mm-hmm. they literally only did played one show there they they only did it once but it is so it is lomita's claim to fame like people who grew up in lomita are like yeah judy garland used to perform down the street um, and yeah, that, that Lomita theater is uh, no longer in existence, but it's pretty cool because it's, uh, I see that building all the time. It's right in the heart of Lomita. It's now a karate school. Shout out, uh, <laughs> M- Machida Karate Academy. So, uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. But yeah, Judy Garland is our, is our claim to fame.
1: Well, I, I guess, uh, that makes my next qu- or my first question for, about Muncie, uh, a good <laughs> one because of a claim to fame. Yeah. Look at us go. David Letterman. And Jim Davis both went to this school in Muncie. Ooh, ooh. Purdue, Burris, Ball State, or IUPUM. Okay, now, Jim Davis, is that the sports broadcaster? No, the creator of Garfield. <laughs> oh, comic.
0: thank you, thank you. I'm trying to think who I'm thinking of uh i'll come up this may be a a tidy up section for next week okay the creator of garfield there we go and david letterman of course late night host uh, everyone knows Mm -hmm. david letterman he's got a great beard now okay i it took me a second but i do remember this because as as we proved earlier i'm the better friend and i remember things Mm -hmm. about you and you earned a graduate degree from this university that david letterman also went to and if i'm wrong i'm going to look like such a fool but i'm pretty positive it was ball state and that's my final answer
1: correct <laughs> yeah, but i did friend. not earn a graduate degree
0: you earned you earned uh you i'm sorry you earned a. wait what did a you bachelor's. earn you earned a bachelor's yes but i knew it was your second so i'm not that great a friend okay kevin you can shut your mouth now <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no ball state it was a teacher's college originally uh that was started by the uh ball brothers as in the ball jar company oh no way And David Letterman, I think I've mentioned this in the past, uh, did refer to Ball State as the Harvard of the Midwest.
0: Yeah, which you have a degree Uh,
1: from, baby. I do. And there's actually a David Letterman building. Cool. And a David Letterman scholarship. Wow. My understanding, in order to qualify for the scholarship, you have to be a C average communications major.
0: Oh gosh, that's me. That was literally me in college. I could have earned a David Letterman scholarship. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. I, and back, you know, back when he had his show on uh, CBS and everything during homecoming, he'd sent his guy to Muncie for the homecoming events.
0: That is great. That is great. He put Muncie on the map. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll move on to number two for Lomita for you here. Lomita is the Spanish word for what? Is it little hill Little tree, little field, or little John? The rapper, little John, get it? <laughs> <funny>. I do. <laughs> I also thought about the fact that Robin Hood has little John, and I, I'm sure did people make that comparison oh, yeah. to you all? Because how tall? I found out how tall John is the other day. It, it blew my mind. How tall are you, John?
1: Six foot seven. Six foot or, seven. Or for those that prefer metric, just over two meters like Uh, 2.01 2.02 meters i love that you know that next time somebody
0: asks you that just 2.02 meters yeah
1: oh i I do it all the time and then they'll ask you know what's that in american
0: (laughs) yeah john is six seven has a has a burly beard he looks he very much looks like he's got that little john spirit too so
1: anyways (laughs) but
0: i'm referring to the rapper Lil john and is that what lomita means is what you have to figure out right now
1: i'm guessing no uh (laughs) Cause I'm guessing that would be more low <laughs> <Yeah>. Um Juanito. <laughs> I, I know very little Spanish. I took French in high school because everyone else took Spanish. I wanted to be different. So I took French. Okay. I'm going to go with little hill for some reason. Okay. Just, just your
0: random throw at the dartboard.
1: Yep. Just a random throw.
0: Okay. Little hill. Is that correct? Nice job! Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's good logic. Lomita, so Loma or Lomas means hills, and so that's what the L-O-M is, and ITA is sort of the, uh, what is that, the suffix for, in Spanish, for little, so... You know, that it, literally Juan would be, I think would be Juanito. That means little Juan. I'm, I'm not, I could be wrong on that. But uh, yeah, Lomita means little hill. We are, um, it's funny because most of Lomita is pretty flat. There is a gradual mm-hmm. incline going one direction, but it does eventually go up a hill into what is known as Palos Verdes. This is where the rich people live in our community. It's like, we're sort of at the bottom of the hill and we're looking up at, uh, at Palos Verdes and all the rich people and their nice houses. So,
1: so you're looking at the city on the hill.
0: Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we're they, we're the we're technically the little looking up at the,
1: the city on the hill. So, um, all right, well, let's move on to Muncie then. This is actually something I did not know until last year. OK, but what was the name of the team from Muncie that was one of the founding teams of the NFL in 1920? Wow. I did not know that this this was the case until last year.
0: So, well, go ahead and read me the choices, and then I'll ask my follow-up question.
1: Uh, flyers. Okay. Cardinals. Okay. Pacers. transmission.
0: Transmission. So, to clarify the question, this team actually was from and played in Muncie, or can, can mm-hmm. I ask that question? In 1920, and it was one of the founding teams of the NFL.
1: One of the, I believe it was 11 teams chartered the NFL in No
0: way. And so it was the Muncie Blanks. Mm-hmm. Wow. This could be anything, because, okay, look, the Flyers, I know them from uh, hockey. Uh, I can't even think of Philadelphia. God, why can't I think, it doesn't matter. Cardinals are in a lot of sports. Pacers are Indiana's huge basketball team. And transmissions is so random. I want it to be transmissions, but I don't know if I'm picking it yet. I don't think it's Pacers. I think, I mean, that would be a cool story is if they were an NF, oh gosh, maybe it is the Pacers. It could be anything. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna choose the obscure answer, man. I'm saying it's transmissions. Let's do it. Incorrect. Dang
1: it! It's the Flyers.
0: Okay, so I wasn't even close. I wow. mean,
1: transmissions actually is a good guess uh-huh. um, because there were uh, both uh, Chevrolet and Borg Warner were two big factories in Muncie for a very long time.
0: Cool. I wondered if something like that was the case.
1: In fact, the uh, the Chevy plant actually had, I think it was called the Muncie four speed that they developed as a transmission that went into like Corvettes and, and other things. So okay. there's a history of transmissions in Muncie. Yeah. See, I knew that. That's why I guessed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's the flyers. And like I said, I didn't know that this was the thing until last year when the NFL was celebrating their hundredth anniversary Wow! and they hel- had uh, draft picks being done in those 11 cities.
0: Wow, so Muncie was a big deal. Was on the map yeah, for last yeah. year. Yeah, so
1: they helped. They they announced. I think uh, the Colts announced some of their draft picks from Muncie last year.
0: And now, do you have any idea? Did the Colts? Did, what happened to this Muncie Flyers franchise? Did they move to they, another city, or did they just stop existing?
1: I think they just stopped existing. Okay, got it. Um, because the Colts came from Baltimore.
0: That's right, they did. I knew. Good. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good and knowledge. if
1: you ever watch the a Baltimore Colts game, uh-huh. Baltimore Indy game, they don't refer them to the Indianapolis Colts. What do they call them? The professional football team from Indianapolis.
0: That's that's what people from Baltimore will say. Yeah. Wow. because, because they're
1: still upset about the Colts leaving Baltimore.
0: That reminds me of Seattle people who were super bitter about the supersonics leaving. And, uh, and they, they could care less about the Oklahoma City Thunder where they moved. Anyways, that's a totally different subject. But uh, very good question, John. I, that, is, that would have been the last thing I expected to learn today. Great, great job. Yeah. All right. Well, here's your next Lomita question. Uh, consisting of 15 cities, what is the region of Los Angeles that Lomita is in called? collection of 15 cities, Lomita's in it, what is that region called? Is it the Port of Los Angeles, the West Side, the Coastal Cities, or the South Bay?
1: Well, you kind of maybe gave it away earlier without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Because you said Lomita was about a half hour south of LA. I don't remember saying that. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I mean, so I'm either thinking the South Bay... Or maybe the coastal cities, Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: because I feel like the port of Los Angeles would be more not residential, but commercial. Mm -hmm,
0: mm I see your logic.
1: So, I mean, I don't know if Lomita and the other 15 cities are on a bay or not. To be honest, I've never actually looked at a map of L.A. that Mm -hmm. much.
0: Yeah. Why would you? Really?
1: Right. Like, I know San Francisco's got bays, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if L.A. does.
0: Which is why you're now debating whether to pick. It sounds like you're kind of between the South Bay and the coastal cities.
1: I am, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this could kind of depend on, like, if you're from L.A., you might refer to it as the South Bay. But if you're from one of those 15 cities, you might call it the coastal cities. <laughs> like, I, I I could see it going either way. But South Bay was kind of my first guess, like the first thing that hit. So I'm going to go with that.
0: You're going to stick with that first instinct? Yep. Good job. The South Bay. I am from the South Bay. That's what I tell people. And it's funny because the, you're right. San Francisco has a has an enormous bay, the San Francisco Bay. And it's funny because people in the Bay Area, I believe there's a South Bay up in Northern California. And so when they hear there's one here, they think we're like, posers or we're stealing it from we've we've been the south bay forever so yeah it's 15 cities it's the southern tip of the santa monica bay so the same bay that has santa monica and venice beach and all these beaches it it kind of curves out and then and then comes back in and the and where that where that end of that tip is is Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, Torrance, Lomita, Lawndale, these cities that you've probably never heard of, but we are part of that collection. The Port of, you were right, the Port of Los Angeles is just kind of um, south from the South Bay and it is very industrial. It's right by there. Um, The coastal cities, I I swear there's a, a sign on a freeway in Riverside, which is maybe 40, 50 miles east. Of LA that is you're coming on the 91 freeway. I'm pretty sure there's a, Oh no, it doesn't say the coastal cities. It says beach cities this way. And, <laughs> and so they, they didn't want to just say South Bay or whatever. That's the only place I've ever seen that sign. And, uh, and the West side was the other choice that that is a real thing. That's where I live right now on West LA. And that's like Santa Monica and Culver city in this, this West LA that I'm, that I'm currently
1: living in. Okay. you ready for your next one. Bring it on. True or false. Oh, Muncie was known as little Chicago at one point. (laughs) I love your true and false questions because they could,
0: I I, I thought about putting a true and false question in my quiz just for this exact reason, because they could be just a totally bizarre, funny fact that you made up that if I choose true, it's like, Oh my God, I fell for his little trick. And if I choose false, it's like, well, dang it. I should have known it was so bizarre. It should have been true. Um, (laughs) Muncie was once known as Little Chicago. That would be hilarious. Now, they are in different states, Illinois mm-hmm. versus Indiana. I don't know geographically if they're like, you know, uh, if it's like a kind of a direct, uh, a direct shot, you know, from each other, like east-west to each other.
1: Road-wise, um, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, about maybe because of the roads, about a four-hour drive, give or take. Okay. Okay. Southeast of Chicago?
0: Southeast of Chicago. Wow. So in <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to show my lack of geography knowledge of the Midwest. Indiana is east of Illinois? Illinois? Yep. Wow, I would have guessed west. I and I and I <laughs> and I lived in Indiana for 4 months or whatever that was. Okay. Man, I I just got I'm cho- I'm choosing false. I think you made this up, John, and I'm choosing false. Incorrect. I'm such a fool!
1: (laughs) It's from the Prohibition era, the 1920s. Gambling, prostitution, and bootleg liquor were big. It was a big industry in in Muncie.
0: Oh, is that Uh, why their slogan is gambling liquor, etc. here?
1: (laughs) I, mean, I remember, I mean, growing up, uh, we have a fantastic uh, civic theater in Muncie. Cool. Um, and I remember growing up and being told one time that there was some doors in the civic theater that Capone would use to go, to go in and out. Wow, special Al Capone doors. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not.
0: That's, that sounds a lot cooler than Judy Garland singing vaudeville, I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I mean, both are pretty cool. Both are pretty cool. But if yeah. that's true, that's very cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. Wow. Muncie was little Chicago. Dang it. Wow. I started off one for one. I thought I was going to, I'm one for three now. Oh my gosh. And what are you? You are,
1: I'm two for three. You
0: surpassed me. Oh my goodness. We're, we're on opposite trends right now. Okay. Well, let's see if I can slow you down with number four (laughs) then. What is speaking of slogans? What is Lomita's slogan? Is it a, the city by the sea? B the friendly city? C the city of character? Or D, the Breezy City.
1: I'm going to go with Friendly City.
0: Just going just gonna to go with it. You're not yeah. going to overthink it.
1: Yep, I'm not going to overthink it.
0: Should I just play the sound effect now and let you know? Go ahead. Dang it, you're good. <laughs> uh, I, had a, I had a hard time coming up with these extra answers because I wanted something to sound legit. And mm-hmm. I was worried that Friendly City was going to sound too plain and you might overlook it. But um, yeah, it is. It's just the Friendly City, which is nice. Don't get me wrong. That's very nice. There's nothing like bizarre or obscure. Yeah, and I realized even by adding the breezy city that that's more. Um, if you're from here, that might throw you off because you wouldn't know that. Like one of the one of the nice things about the South Bay is there's always a breeze coming in. It's in fact uh, the local newspaper to the area is called the Daily Breeze. And I remember when I I went to college at the University of Laverne, which is about forty miles inland from Lomita. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always super hot there in the summer, really stagnant, really still. And on my drive home, I'd get to this point where I'd be by the South Bay and I'd roll my windows down and this cool breeze would come in and it would be like (laughs) 15 degrees cooler. So it is not the breezy city. It's the friendly city. You got it right. Bravo. (laughs) Gosh, so you're three for four. I am. My prediction's about to come true. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not (laughs) trying to make my prediction come true. I'm trying to beat you. I got to get this one right.
1: Well, it's a true False. So you got another one.
0: I know. Oh, this is terrible.
1: <laughs> Bob Ross painted here in Muncie.
0: Well, my theory is that Bob Ross is painted everywhere. So I think I should choose true. But hang on, let me let me talk this through. Bob Ross, if you don't know who he is, he's the he's the painter with the afro and he's he's what's his slogan? Um uh, happy little trees, or
1: something like that. Yeah, that's something that he says.
0: It's, it's something like that. I had a Christmas t shirt with him on it. And he was painting a bunch of Christmas trees. It was very close. <laughs> again, again, the, the ultimate dilemma of did John just pick a name out of a hat and thought, oh, it'd be funny to put Bob Ross? And last time I chose false thinking he was trying to pick me, trick me. I want to say true and I'm going to. I'm saying
1: true. Correct.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: His the entire show of the joy of painting, joy of painting. Is, Thank that, you. That's his show.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Was filmed in Muncie.
0: No way.
1: Mm-hmm. Muncie has a local PBS station as well as NPR station, but the PBS station, from my understanding, was in one of the old Ball brothers' houses uh, along the White River. Um There's a they all built mansions along the river, but uh yeah, he Bob Ross. They filmed the show. Um when the station was in one of those houses. And just recently, I think it opened last year, they kind of took that house and put it back to the way it was when he was there and opened up the Bob Ross experience. And so they actually have paintings on display. I haven't been able to go to it yet, but from my understanding is they'll rotate, like they'll have a painting on his easel. Okay. And then... Um, they've got the old cameras and stuff with the viewfinders, and they'll actually have the episode that correlates to that painting going in the viewfinder.
0: That is cool. Bob Ross is a gift, man. What a what a what a gift
1: to our nation.
0: I should know. Did, did Bob Ross pass away just a few years ago? Is he? Do you
1: know if he's? Uh, it's been a while, I think.
0: It's been a while since he passed.
1: Yeah. Got it. Um,
0: yeah. Now I'm looking. Oh wow! It was 95. Oh my yeah. gosh. I feel like he's had a resurgence then.
1: Like, yeah, no, there, there, he's totally had a resurgence. I don't know why. Yeah, why is um, it? Is it
0: the internet? Is it just, just like memes? And... I think
1: so. I, I think it's, you know, the internet, you know, the shows are up online. You can just sit there. Like, they're on Netflix. You can just sit there and have a marathon of Bob Ross.
0: What a great resurgence. I think if if there's going to yeah. be a resurgence of something, that's a great thing to be resurged. All right. Good question. So here we go. I'm two for four. You're three for four. The best I can do is tie. I need you to miss this. All right. So (laughs) do your best to miss it. In the 1930s, Lomita was the self-proclaimed blank capital of the world. They were the blank capital of the world. Is it A, strawberry, B, orange, C, celery, or D,
1: radish? I'm not going to say strawberry because strawberries are something that we can grow easily around here oranges yeah you can grow oranges out there but that's more of a florida thing Mm. i know radishes like to get that nice heat and crisp to them you need a more drier heat Mm. which i definitely know california has that but i don't think it's where you live Mm. so i'm gonna go with celery
0: Celery is your choice, to, according to the deductive reasoning you just used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bravo, John! You pulled off another <laughs> victory, my friend. Dang, you're good. So, so here's the interesting thing: is that uh, it definitely celery capital of the world was the thing? I, I always thought it was like a legit thing, but it's it's totally a self-proclaimed thing. It was probably more of a marketing thing. Like we grow the best celery in the world. In fact. When I was doing a search of this, there is a city in Colorado that, call, that, that is the celery capital of the world. I want to look it up because uh, Arveda or Arvada, Colorado, apparently is the celery capital of the world. And that makes me a little bit jealous because um, I've always considered Lomita to be that. But yeah, it's something they claimed. But they also apparently could have just as easily claimed strawberry capital of the world because they, they produced a mass amount of that. Um, oranges are actually a very popular item. In fact, um, that's why Orange County is called Orange County because it used to be orange groves where Disneyland sits was was right. once just orange groves. Radish was the random choice. I was going to make it even – I was going to make it rutabaga, but I was like, okay, well, no, he's going to rule that out right away, so let me make it something a little more believable. But, yeah, celeries were – were it. And, and, you know, Lomita was um, founded – for agriculture and there was Mm -hmm. fields and fields in fact i said at the beginning that there that lomita is just under two square miles it used to be seven square miles of land and then our rival torrance that's a our neighboring city they they took a whole bunch of that land they took five mi- five square miles of that land and i always equate lomita and torrance to like uh springfield and shelbyville in um <laughs> in the simpsons where like springfield is lomita it's the hometown and shelbyville are the evil bad guys or uh pawnee and eagleton in parks and recreation right. is another um, but yeah so celery was what they were known for and um now i've, I've never seen a stock of keller, uh, celery in lomita so <laughs> the times have changed
1: Maybe you'll have to have your parents start growing it.
0: I should. I should. I should tell. Hopefully, if you're listening right now, mother or father, go plant some well, celery well, in the
1: backyard. Maybe we should start this as a, you know, a grass or a celery roots uh, campaign. Y- yes. Just get everyone to grow celery in Lomita. Put the celery back in Lomita. <laughs> we have just
0: started a movement, John. All right. Well, I guess I have pride on the line, right? So, you you uh, successfully got three out of five. No. Four out of five. You just missed yep. the first one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Usually you miss the last one, but you missed the first right. one. All right. So we'll see if I can at least get a three out of five here.
1: John Dillinger would stop by Muncie occasionally, but he would never rob anything because he was afraid he would be stopped by what? Trains, police, citizens, or traffic.
0: That's unbelievable. So I don't, I don't think I even know who John Dillinger is, but I've gathered from the question that he's a famous criminal.
1: He is. Uh, I mean, there's been a movie with Johnny Depp. Oh. Where he played Dillinger. Wow. Uh, I mean, there's the band Dillinger Escape Plan. He's a, he's a somewhat famous gangster. He's a, so, he's I a mean, we're talking, you know, 1930s. Yeah. And you talked about
0: Al Capone potentially having ties to Muncie. So, mm-hmm. so this makes sense. Now, what was he afraid would stop him? Trains? Police, citizens, traffic. I'm going to rule out police because that seems like, yeah, that would be what would stop you. Anyone trains, I mean, like, yeah, tr- maybe it's just that there's so many tracks surrounding Mun- Muncie that if he gets in, he's worried he won't be able to get out because there'll be a train that takes forever to pass by. That's So far, that's my leading choice. Okay, a, a citizen's arrest, that's another Citizens, m- maybe Muncie has a bunch of stand-up citizens who would have stopped. Traffic could be the same sort of idea as trains. I think because my gut was going with trains, I have to go with it because if I, if it, if it is it and I don't choose it, I'm going to kick
1: myself. So I'm going with trains. You are correct.
0: Yeah. Was my logic, right?
1: Yeah, basically. I mean, and I've had this happen to me where I've actually gotten stuck between two tracks (laughs) with trains that have stopped.
0: Oh, and they're literally
1: stopped. They're literally stopped, and, like, I'm just stuck there until one of them moves.
0: And you're like, hashtag Indiana life.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, this this is, like, this was near downtown, too. Like, it wasn't out somewhere crazy. But, yeah, Dillinger, um, you know, 1930s bank robber, was even portrayed in the news somewhat as a modern-day Robin Hood.
0: No way! So he was yeah. like doing it for he was helping out the poor?
1: or Not necessarily, but it was more seen of he was uh, taking from the rich, and you know, Muncie does have a lot of trains. So, I mean, like if you work in Muncie, you sometimes have to account for trains. Okay. And, you know, maybe leave a little earlier than you would think you should. But yeah, he was afraid that he would get stopped by a train, and couldn't get out of town. Cool. Or, or so the story goes. And I had recollections of my great grandfather telling me that Dillinger would occasionally, like, had stopped by the family, our family farm, a couple times. Really? Yeah. And so I asked my grandmother. Like, I texted her this morning when I was doing this and everything. I'm like, Am I going crazy or do I remember <laughs>
0: these stories?
1: This, and she vaguely remembered that story. Wow. So the story could be a you know completely made up thing that my grandpa my great-grandpa just you know said or <laughs> there could be some family history with Dillinger
0: your your grandpa could be in in a better of, of crime for John Dillinger by how maybe it's, he housed him
1: yeah I it's possible um wow I, yeah you have well. proven
0: to me that Muncie is way more badass than I expected <laughs> Every episode, John, I'm blown away by your quizzes because I'm I'm sitting here in fancy Southern California thinking my questions are going to be better, and then Muncie goes and is like, "Yeah, we have gangsters," and my grandpa wants house a criminal
1: here. You know, it's the Midwest. We got nothing else to do.
0: Well, man, I feel uh, I feel honored to learn about your hometown. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed learning about Lomita. It's, yeah, I did. You know, and I will say, like, I Lomita is definitely what made me. It's um, be, mm-hmm. I think because it's a small town and sort of plays the role of the underdog. You know, I'm, I'm learning to I'm learning to be a little bit more uh, confident in myself. But I, I've kind of always had that sort of value of like, look, I don't need to think I'm bigger or better or badder than anyone else. There's a certain like kind of uh, humility that comes with being from a town like that. And I I love me some Lomita, man. I played Lomita Little League baseball. I played sports at Lomita Park. It it is definitely what made me. So shout out to my hometown.
1: Yeah, I mean, Muncie's not a big town, even in the Midwest. I consider Muncie to be. A medium, maybe, sized town.
0: Gotcha. I and mean, it's obviously
1: way. not a small-sized town, you know. But, yeah, I mean, kind of like, you know, I, it's not Indy. It's not Fort Wayne. It's yeah. not – or Chicago, you know.
0: Obviously, yeah. But
1: it's still
0: – It's little Chicago.
1: It, yeah, it's little. It's little <laughs> Chicago. <laughs>
0: I'd be curious what the uh, how much of the general population in America even has heard of Muncie, Indiana. I, you know, it could be it could be more than I expect, but um...
1: I, my guess is it might be more than Lomita. Yeah, I'm. I yeah, probably.
0: I, I think I think you're probably accurate uh, on that. Yeah. I
1: mean, you've you've got Muncie that's been you know it's been referenced in Park and Rec. Yes. You know, Letterman has you know talked about Muncie many times. I've even heard it in some movies. I forget. Like every once in a while, I'll, Muncie will get mentioned, and I'm like. what?
0: What? What? How? How is this happening? Or like
1: the, they'll, you know, they'll show video from Muncie. I'm like, yeah, that's not Muncie.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Lomita doesn't really get that. What I will say is Quentin Tarantino, not from Lomita, but from the South Bay. He actually mm-hmm. went to the same high school as me. He dropped out, but a lot of the movies uh, that he made, including Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, those take place. In the little surroundings in my neighborhoods, I, I, don't, right. I don't know that they ever reference Lomita or go into Lomita. But yeah, that's uh, I always love watching those movies and being like, "Whoa, cool Hawthorne or or what you know, whatever <laughs> city is right nearby." So, well, uh, John, great job. Glad to know your hometown. Yeah. Um, we are uh, stepping into our next episode, which mm-hmm. we have a theme song that we play at the beginning of every episode. We do, and in it. Um, the two specific things that are, that are shouted out about us is that I like the Dodgers, and that you play...
1: On the Xbox.
0: Yes. And I also threw a Nintendo because it was a good rhyme, but you are an Xbox guy. So in order to actually prove our theme song right, that we actually are interested in these things, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz John on the Los Angeles Dodgers, and John's going to quiz me on the Xbox.
1: I think I'll just tease you with a question for next week.
0: <laughs> about the Xbox?
1: Yep, I already thought of one.
0: Okay, I hope it's I hope well, it's how do you spell Xbox.
1: What was the nickname for the original controller? Oh
0: my God. Is, is, is this, do you think that's good? Do I have to answer it now? No, no, no.
1: I to, I, I'm just teasing you with that question. I have to think about it. It's
0: going gonna, it's gonna to take everything in my power not to Google that all week, but I won't. I promise you. I never look into any of these topics beforehand. I come in cold every time. Same. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Do you have something you want to
1: say? No, I was just going to say, you know, follow us on the on the socials of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, you can do it. You know, listen to it on YouTube if you want any of the podcast apps. Just search for Lack of genius.
0: Yeah, we we shared a review that we got last week. We didn't know who yeah. it was from. It's from uh, it's from my my sis. I consider her my friend also, but she's my sister's best friend, Shannon, and her son's name is Ben. He's, I believe, 10 years old. Apparently, he's our biggest fan, and if you want that title, you're going to have to fight Ben for it, but thank you to both of you guys for listening. We appreciate you.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, I mean, we're not saying go do it, but if you want to give us money. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not too uh, proud to yeah. not take it. Um, but you can fi- you can find us over at Patreon. Um, just you can search Patreon for Lack of Genius, or go to Patreon.com/slash Lack of Genius.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and you can do it there if you want, or if you just want to send a check to Kevin or I.
0: Yeah. Ask we'll for our home it. addresses. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah, look, we're, we're this is a passion project for us. We're both it very is. excited about this, but we are putting a lot of work into it. I'll be honest. Like I, between social media and planning these questions, and I'm not saying this to complain or to ask for props. I love it. I'm having a blast. But you Go know, um, you know, there's also there's expenses that come with it. There's websites, uh, domains that we have to pay for. There's uh, there's pod, there's services for posting that we that we uh pay money
1: to and so you know it it, i i feel like we have a lot of npr listeners so think of this as your npr pledge drive
0: there you go we're in we're in the pledge drive the lack of genius pledge drive is happening right now all right till next week then yes john
1: until next week
0: until next week lack of genius podcast thumbs up to you my friend see ya. it's the lack of genius podcast in your ear holes at last They don't know they're Mars and Venus, that's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast.